I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about do I stand a chance? Well, if you're going through a breakup, one of the things that you are probably constantly thinking about is if you're ever going to get a chance with this person again. And it's terrifying because you're wondering and you're replaying things over and over again, little details that they said, mistakes that you think you made, and evaluating things. But the issue and the problem is that you really don't understand relationships. And as you see with the videos that I'm constantly putting out, you're learning a lot about attachment and trauma and attachment styles and reasons relationships don't work and, um, you know, the reasons that they fail. But for that entire relationship, you didn't know those things. And now you're just starting to put those pieces together. So, it's really scary to assess a situation by yourself. And um, when your anxiety is going, you're like in a fog. You're not really thinking clearly. You're going to friends and family for advice. And one of the things that I was talking to somebody about today is... Who are you getting this advice from? I know they might be your mom or your brother or your best friend, but how do they do in their romantic relationships? One thing you probably have never considered is what is their attachment style? Do they have an avoidant attachment style? Do they have a secure attachment style? Or are they anxious because the information they are going to give you is going to be directly correlated to their attachment style. You've probably never thought about that before, but you might want to even look at anybody else you get your information from. What is their attachment style? How do you think they would do in a romantic relationship? Now, I've always been pretty open about having an anxious attachment style. My mom had a lot of anxiety. My dad had and has an avoidant attachment style, but over the years my dad has um, really kind of calm down, which is what happens to people when they get older. Um, but I'm very aware of that. I mean, I've done a tremendous amount of work. I've been going to Margaret every week for, I don't even know how many years, six years, seven years, and just soaking everything in and, and constantly learning about this stuff, which makes my attachment style a lot more secure than it was years ago when I was going through these breakups. So, the point is this. You're getting advice from all different areas of life. You have one friend that's an avoidant, one person that's uh, preoccupied, anxious. They're going to give you what they think you should do, but they really don't have a healthy understanding of relationships and how they work. And that's why I'm constantly trying to educate you guys and set this straight for you so you can things see things more clearly and figure out, you know, not only do you have a chance, but 
what are the chances that they can make it work with anybody? That's what I'm thinking that I look at. Uh, because you might be putting yourself through hell for somebody that ultimately can't do it. I've got a really good email today that uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy. It's from a couple that was dating um, for about two years. Now, here's the thing about this couple. This guy is in his mid-40s, but she is about 20 years younger than he is. And he was telling me a little bit about her, and he says she has a lot of anxiety. In fact, she has panic attacks, which isn't something that I've really talked about, um, but that would be a good topic for me and Margaret to get into in the near future. But um, what he was saying is that it's a long-distance relationship, in, and she lives in Europe, and he lives in the United States. He says, we talked all the time, text and video calls every day, and met in person for the first time this year in Valentine's Day. Le or last year in Valentine's Day. Later, she came and stayed with me for three months over the summer and we had an intimate relationship. Well, that sounds fun. I will admit I did have a problem with the age difference, but she didn't. See, that goes to show you her level of interest. When you have somebody, you have a woman in this case who has an interest level that high, none of those factors matter when the interest level is high enough, okay? While she was here, I did not take her to meet my parents because I was ashamed of the age difference. Ooh, I'm sure she didn't feel too good about that. I left her at my house when I visited them, and I know she felt rejected, and do not blame her because I was a jerk, and I know how much damage it caused. Well, I can understand her point there. She's probably thinking, he must not be that interested in me if he's willing to, or not willing to show me to his family. After she returned home, she talked about marriage, but I was not ready because I was still not sure about the age difference, and around March, she started to become a little more distant and broke it off with me and started talking to another guy. Well, my guess is that this woman was probably feeling like it simply wasn't going anywhere with you. Um, you're not showing her to your parents. You're not showing her um, that you're interested in a long-term commitment like marriage. She's thinking, I need to find another option. Now, the way that she went about this was not good, but it gives you some insight as to why she would do it. I got desperate and clingy and did finally accept the age difference because I didn't want to lose her because she is the love of my life and I never had this attachment with any girl before. Well, all right. She's the love of your life now when you're lost her or you're gonna lose her. See, that makes me question how interested you really are in this girl and how much this is about her breaking up with you. And because she broke up with you, it's making you go crazy over the situation. We both have so many things in common and enjoy doing so many things this, and the same things. Our relationship was not the same, though, 
because she was still distant and I went to see her in Europe for a week in June and even had a ring and proposed to her but she did not say yes but she would think about it. Wow. Uh, well, I can tell you that I'm going to think about it was a no, and she just wasn't feeling it. Um, the way you make it seem in this email is like she was talking to another guy, and then you went there with the ring thinking you were going to get her back, like a grand gesture, and she said, I'll think about it. The whole time I was there, she only saw me for about 10 hours. And we never had any intimate contact, and I knew it was over. Wow. So this guy flew over to Europe and only saw her for about 10 hours. And he tried, and that's after he proposed, or while he proposed, or on that trip. So my, uh, my gut is telling me that she was already out the door and thinking about this new guy. After I returned home, my anxiety of losing her went through the roof, and I became needy and begged and pretty much did everything wrong. According to all your advice, she broke and she broke up with me in July, and her reason where she was under so much pressure dealing with her mom and trying to get out of there... This is all one sentence, by the way. I, I'm not kidding you. There, there is no punctuation in any of this. People! Please use periods, use capital letters. I, I, I'm going to read this as how, so you can see what I'm dealing with here, okay? Because I, I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I know you're thinking I can't read. This is, this is one sentence, okay? After I returned home, my anxiety of losing her went through the roof, and I became needy and begged and pretty much did everything wrong according to all your advice. She broke up with me in July, and her reason where she was under so much pressure dealing with her mom and trying to get out of there, and I was just adding to all of it, and she could not keep fighting a three-way war. One sentence. Man, guys, you're killing me. This whole next paragraph, these next six lines are also one sentence. I'm going to try and break it up, okay? She has anxiety from watching your videos. I think you mean to say that you found out or you've discovered she has anxiety from watching my videos. I would go as far to say as it's anxious attachment style. And she lives at home with her parents. And especially her mother does not respect her boundaries or choices in life and compare her to the brothers that are successful. You see, I'm struggling here. And she was very close to her grandmother that passed away a few months before we met. You, you guys are killing me. You are literally killing Coach Craig. Okay, please. I'm going to say this again. When you do an email coaching, I know you're super anxious to get it out to me. Proofread it. I don't want to see paragraphs that are this long because you guys do that to me and then I have to sit there and space it out and it doesn't put me in a good mood to do your coaching. So, 
do a good job so I sound like a good coach and then I'm a happy coach. All right, let me go on. Very soon after she broke up with me, she started seeing another guy within a week who also has anxiety and PTSD. She has fallen for him very fast. I believe this because of her Facebook post with the same type of relationship quotes that she would send me and because of this I unfollowed her because it's too much for me to see. Well, I wouldn't like seeing that either. Um, she's already dating somebody really quickly. A week later. Yikes. I did reach it to her to help her and told her to read the book Conquering Shame and Codependency. Yeah, that's not going to help your cause. Let me tell you something, guys. For all of you that are sitting there thinking, man, I wish I could reach out and tell them about Craig or his videos or about this book or about attachment styles and all that's not going to reattract them that's going to annoy them Be uh, because I reconciled a lot of things in there that explained her actions because she has very low self-esteem and believes is a mess and unlovable I am now doing no contact as it's just been a week I know she has gotten worse with her anxiety because she does not do the things she loved, especially singing. She has only added a few songs on her singing app in the last month or so. I started to exercise and got off all caffeine, but it's hard because I do miss her so much. You should take a punctuation class too. So, my question is, do I stand a chance of getting her back after all the mistakes I made because I fear I found you too late? Okay, well, you were with this girl for a few years and at one point she was talking about marriage with you. So she was, she had a high interest in you at one point. And she obviously thought that the relationship might be something meaningful and long-lasting, which is a good sign. You're long distance, and um, I forgot you would put a side note in the second email real quick that I just said. Uh, the other guy was also long distance living in the United States. So that is more of a fantasy relationship because she's not really seeing him either. Um, I think she'll probably reach out to you after it falls apart with this other guy based on what you're telling me here. Um, the thing is, is that she's got a lot of un unresolved anxiety and probably trauma too. Because if she's having panic attacks, that tells me she's got unresolved trauma. And she's probably not in a really good place or a healthy place to be in a relationship right now anyway. So I would say you need to think long and hard before getting into a relationship with this girl. Um, unless she decides that she gets to a therapist to deal with that trauma because if she doesn't it's going to come out later on in life and um, you really don't want to be dealing with that when you got two kids with her or something like that the other thing that I'm wondering here is uh, about you and how you were feeling during this relationship based on what you said earlier in the email it sounded like 
you had a lot of trepidation and hesitation to move this relationship forward. And that tells me that there may have been something going on in your gut that you need to listen to. Because you don't want to ignore those initial feelings and thoughts of, I shouldn't do this, we shouldn't push this forward. Now I think that she rejected you, you're not thinking as clearly and as objectively as you were when you were with her. And that is very common for us to do after a breakup. So I would say um, you need to let her come to you when she's ready because she's already talking to somebody else. And what are you going to do? You're going to try and interfere with that. She'll just get annoyed with you, irritated by you, and really blow you off. And it'll make your chances much worse. So if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. And if you need to get with me within 24 hours, I do emergency after hours coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.